0: Welcome to a new episode of Express Yourself, episode 12, titled, Who's Real, Who's Not? And, and I'm doing this because the NFL is here. And I, I have to break down every team, who's real, who's not. What, what do I see? Because I get into arguments every day about the NFL Oh, man, what's up with this guy? What's up with this team? What's up with this? That, dee, 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 And it annoys me, which is why I am so happy that I have expressed yourself. Like, it, 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 this keeps me sane. It really does. Because I go crazy. Do you understand? I go crazy. Right after this show, everybody hit me up. This, that, dee, dee, de- group text. Text to me, just me. Talking to me. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it, it, it annoys me so much, but I enjoy it. But it annoys me. And I, I just need to, to express how I feel about every single team in the NFL. And I'll explain when I get to it in a few minutes. But that's, that's basically going to be the notion of the show as we break down every game. From this past week, and and, and I'm gonna break down every team. I want to do that. That's gonna be what I do. And, and then I I will get to some NBA too because uh, there's some NBA I, I need to discuss here. Uh, as far as with training camp already starting, the preseason starting on Friday. Also, you know the picks are in, and you know that's that. Okay, so good news. I am COVID free now, I feel so much better, you know, I mean, I didn't really have any symptoms, but you know, I had a little cough, you know, but that's about it, but I feel great, not coughing anymore, I'm healthy, and uh, been enjoying myself this week, and it's like everything is almost back to normal with my life. But, anyway, I I have to talk about week 13, I'm gonna go through every team I feel about what happened in the game, da da do doo so of course I'm going to start I'm going to go backwards. i like to start from what happened last night and then go from you know, you know from the previous nights. just go from the bottom up, so we're going to start Ravens Cowboys, and it's good to see Lamar Jackson back. The Ravens did well enough to beat Pittsburgh to be the first team to beat Pittsburgh, but they didn't do it, and we'll get to that in a minute. but see. The Ravens and Cowboys. The, the Ravens play like they were supposed to play. Like they, this is this is the offense. This is their scheme. They want to run the ball first, and, and it's and, and people give me that notion. Well, Lamar Jackson's a running back. You know, you only you only threw seventeen times. They want to run the ball first, and if the run is effective, you keep running the ball. That is how that is how you're successful. You know. I think Lamar Jackson can can throw the ball. I mean, come on now. Let let's 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 be understanding of this guy. But you know, people want to say, oh, he don't throw the d d d. He can throw, but that's not how that offense is set up. Because that offense is set up for them to run. If they don't run the ball effectively, then they're screwed. And that's why they got J.K. Dobbins. That that's why they 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 they. It went out and, and got another running back because they're run first team. You have four running backs that so you gotta look out every game, and if it's effective, that's why I told somebody that this team is is good enough, you can't stop it. And that's true. If you can't stop that run, this team is gonna be hard to beat because they have a very good defense, they play good defense. And all they got to do is tackle. And that's what I said. I think the the only thing that's killing them is that they're not all the way committed to the run. But they need to commit to the run. If they can do that, this team here, you, you can't do anything to this team. You just can't. I'm sorry. There, there, There's there's nothing you can do. And that's why I'm like, ooh, they would be a very dangerous succeed if they make it there. We're looking at a playoff picture at the end of... Uh, After this segment here, before we do the picks, because I want to get into a deep dive on how the playoffs look and all of that. And then the Cowboys, we know the Cowboys' problem here. They just don't have Dak. They've played good enough defense. I mean, they can't stop the run, crying out loud. That's about it. But they need Dak. If they had Dak, they're at least winning this division. They're, they're, They're giving Cowboys fans hope that they can win that home playoff game and I mean, that's pretty much, you know, what the Cowboys need. They're, they're missing Dak Prescott. The notion that Dak could be traded uh, to the Jets to get Trevor Lawrence is absurd because Dak still has a lot left in the tank. And you, you, you're pretty much just hoping that he's just healthy, he has a big recovery. I mean, it was an ankle injury. It wasn't like it was a knee. This is an ankle I think he'll do pretty good on, uh, if anything. Uh, now we're going to move to the Monday night game. Bills, 49ers. I'm going to start with the 49ers. Uh, First off, this is a good win for the Bills. 49ers are playing pretty good defense. And then there's the Bills doing what the Bills do. And and the only issue there with the Bills, I just don't trust them. Uh, It's something like Josh Allen. I just can't forget what he did, what he does in the playoffs. I just can't. Like he just doesn't show up. Or he makes the biggest mistake. Like, he looks like he don't need to be out there quarterback. Now, granted, this is his career year, so I want to see how he does in the playoffs. But it depends on who he play. Because I'm still not all the way sold because if the 49ers had Jimmy G, I think they win this game. And it's pretty much what the 49ers had to go through is the injuries. And, and that's the bad thing about the 49ers. They had the injuries. There's pretty much nothing you can do about injuries. But, I mean, they are getting healthier. They are getting healthier. You got Mostert. Uh, you, Tevin, you got to do better. I, I don't know what the hell he was doing. But, uh, you know, I, I still think they, they need a big play receiver. But Nick Mullins, for him to throw for over 300 yards against this Bills defense is pretty good. I, I mean, you, you, Debo's a very good receiver. Brandon Ayuk, who's really made a name for himself. So, I mean, they get a right at receiver. And it's just I'm not sold on the Bills defense. Bills defense is not as good as it used to be. And thank God for Cole Beasley uh, for Josh Allen because good thing he's healthy. You know, you have that guy. You know, you do got Stefan Diggs, who's always going to just seem like he's going to be out there making the play. I mean, the Bills, they got better. I just have to see them put it all together. You know, Josh Allen, you have to be spot on amazing. And he did a good job in this game anyway, and that's pretty much, you know, the Bills team, I think their flaw is their defense, you know what I mean? They can make the play that they need to make. The, they, they're they just not as 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 beefy as they used to be, where this seems more like an offensive team to me, but this was a very good win for the Bills because San Fran has, has looked good of late, and you've just been able to throw the ball against them, and you made the play call was spot on great, I mean you got open receivers uh just on the sideline, You just got them open, and it's great play call because i mean you you call a and do a play action, you throw to the left side, he's wide open just like that. you knew that play would work, so I love what I see from the bills though i i just I just want their defense to do better, and I just still don't trust Josh Allen. and you can let. Earn your trust for me, Josh Allen. You're a very good quarterback, though. I don't want you to think that. I don't think you're a very good quarterback because you are. I like what you do. But let's win the playoff game, Josh. Let's do it. Let's do it, do it, do it. We'll get to the playoff talk in about a few weeks, right? So uh, the Washington football team, they were first seen to beat the Steelers. And, you know, people are getting that notion, too. I don't think the Steelers are that good. Forget about that. The Steelers are very good. They have to catch the ball that that's number one that's their flaw. They probably lead the league and drop passes. I have to look that up, but I know last week they had seven. I think this week they had about five or six of them. I mean they have to catch the ball. Your first possession you you're literally going to be going down the field if Juju catches that ball. It was a third and long play and and Big Ben. threw a perfect pass. For Juju can only catch it, and he's at the first down marker. It was third and long, and, and that's the thing. That's that's what I do like about the Steelers is that they're not going to be checked down if it's third and long. They're going to try to get that first down, and they have the plays for it, have the receivers for it. But in another flaw for the Steelers, is definitely the, the quick throws, and that's probably the reason why they're dropping passes because, I mean, the, the quick throws is, is, is throwing me off for a loop. You know, Juju dropped uh, – I think he dropped one, too. Uh, Chad and Chase dropped uh, – you know, this is that, – that quick throw will probably mess up the Steelers' season where it's going to come down to a third and short, and they know – teams know they're just going to play man. And when you got a team like the Washington football team uh, who plays man, then you're in tight – you know, a tight race. So if the Ravens do get that sixth seed and the Steelers end up with number two and you see that matchup on that, that weekend – you know, that's what I'm looking at. I will be scared for Pittsburgh to go against the Ravens because I honestly think the Ravens can, can have that and then we'll finally get our Ravens-Chiefs matchup in the playoffs and we'll see what happens from there because people disrespect Lamar Jackson and say he is just a running back. And I'm like, okay, so what do you think Michael Vick is? They say he's a quarterback, but Michael Vick's never thrown 30 touchdowns in a season. I think his most was 24. And I don't even think he got more passing yards than Lamar Jackson got last year, which I believe is like 3,600 or something like that. Could be wrong. But Lamar Jackson can throw the ball. He gets better and better every year. Now, they need to focus on being a run team, yes. But we already talked about the Ravens. I just want to let this be known here. And then you look at Washington. Let, Let me break down Washington here. Washington's a very good defense. I've I've known it coming into this season. You get Chase young, you just bolstered this defense. I'm not a fan of this offense, but, hey, they're taking care of the ball. You can't really, you know, complain. I don't know. They're not a run team to me. Well, Antonio Gibson, he's got to be healthy for them to even be a a type of team that could run. And I'm not a fan of Peyton Barber running the ball. J.D. McKissick, no. Uh, But Alex Smith, he did a good job. You know, he stayed poised. He did get sacked three times. He didn't let it bother him. He didn't turn the ball over. And and that's what you like. you got yourself a veteran quarterback like that. You know, you're going to try to see if you can do it. But I still think um, uh, Dwayne Haskins is the uh, answer uh, because Terry McLaurin, he don't seems like he gets the balls that he needs with Alex Smith at quarterback. I mean, Terry McLaurin is, is a very good receiver to me. Um, even though I know he had a good game, he's been having previously good games, but he ain't getting no touchdowns. Like that said, that second game of the year, he had buck 25 is it's a, a career day, maybe, or whatever you want to call it he Had buck 25 against Arizona's defense had a touchdown. He need more touchdowns. He may get the yards, but you got to give him the touchdowns, you know, on top of that too. So you make sure you give your big playmaker the ball. And I'd be, I'd be happy for you. That division is close now that Washington won that game. Chiefs and Broncos, Sunday night football game. The Chiefs, the Chiefs uh, only won by six. You know, and I had a discussion that night about the Broncos defense. And I was like, don't let the points per game fool you because it's really on Drew Locke or somebody on offense making a mistake uh, where the other team is getting the ball. They've they've loud pick sixes. But if they just don't give up the ball, then they're going to be close. And, and that's what I said. You know, people only look at numbers. You can't just always look at numbers. You've got to watch these games. And, and that's, what I, that's what I expressed to people on Sunday night. Because they're like, nobody talk about the Broncos. Okay, nobody does, but I do. I don't care what anybody else do. I know what I do. I talk about the Broncos. I talk about every NFL team because I know I know what the Broncos is capable of. I knew that they have a defense coming in. Von Miller being out and messes them up. Bryce Callahan is probably one of the best uh corners in the league this year. And people don't know that. People don't look at Bronco games because they're not on national T V. And for a guy like me that got NFL Red Zone, yes, I'm gonna be I'm taking a look. I'm going to take a deep dive on all the highlights. Uh, that's what I do. I do that to every team. I take a deep dive into highlights. I'm not going to just look on Sports Center and they give me a one-minute highlight. I need about 13, 10 to 15 minutes on, on these highlights. That's what I need because I need to take a deep dive. There's nothing wrong with it. Broncos, one of the best red zone teams. They said, look, Chiefs, uh, y'all can have uh, all them plays y'all get in the red zone. Chiefs' flaw is red zone offense. That's the flaw. They're so used to having these big plays. But what are they going to do when they're in the red zone? They can get in the red zone real quick. But can they score in the end zone? And that's what I said. People are like, you know, never talk bad about the good teams. Deep, deep, deep. Yes, I do. Because the Chiefs is one of them. Chiefs are not perfect. Though I think they can repeat. Yes, they can. But uh, they have to learn to score in the red zone. Because we know they can make the big plays. Can they score in the red zone? Andy Reid, get them right. Yes, you finally got your Super Bowl ring, but let's not stop there, Andy Reid. You've been trying to do all of this for 20, 30 years, man, and you finally got your one, and thank God you got this quarterback, and you can get another one if y'all get some red zone offense. That's all you need. But I'm also afraid of what Patrick Mahomes is going to do in the playoffs because there has been moments where he has thrown it up, he's gotten lucky, and he may have been lucky to win that Super Bowl. I give you that. If anybody want to argue that, go right ahead. But, hey, they were lucky enough to win it. He did throw it up. Tyreek Hill came back to the ball, did his thing. You know, stuff like that happens. Chiefs are not perfect. Thank you. Broncos already laid down their flaw. Packers, Eagles. Of course, we know Jalen Hurts is going to start, but the Eagles' problem is the offensive line. And I've said that. And I said, they're not going to win with that offensive line. They're not going to win with their receivers being hurt. They have all of these these undrafted rookie receivers and all of that. Now they are getting a little healthier. So they're still not out of the, the race, but they do have a very tough schedule. And they do play the Saints. But maybe Jalen Hurts gives them life. You know, I want that to not be the case because I'm a big Carson Wentz guy. I want him to make the playoffs. But unfortunately, he can't do it with that offensive line. And I don't think Jalen Hurts can either. Um, the Eagles, like I said, offensive line and injuries is their flaw. They come into the season a very good team on paper. But then when your offensive line gets hurt and then you have, I don't even know who you got out there, it ain't a good thing. It ain't a good look. Green Bay wins again. I love what I see from Aaron Rodgers. I still don't trust this team, but I, I, I got to give them some respect. They are 9-3. and three. I know that they played the Eagles. I know that. I know that. I know that. If they lost it, of course you're going to lose a divisional game. That And, and that's okay. We, we can't let that happen. But you lose to a Tampa Bay team who can't beat good teams. You're not a good team. You lost to the Colts uh, in an offensive showdown that was. Now this is the big game because you got the Lions. You you got to beat the bad teams, Green Bay. Because you got Lions, Panthers, Titans, Bears. Titans should be your only hard game where this pa- this Packers team should finish the year off. 12-4. and four. To me, just in case. But, they could go 13-3 if they are that good. Titans just don't, not that good of a team to me. But, we'll get to the Titans later. The Packers' flaw, I would say, it could be the play calling. Sometimes, I'm not with the plays they call. But, um, I mean, you have one of the best running backs in the game. And, you have the best receiver in the game. Who just seems to always get a touchdown every single week. It just really does seem that way. And I think he has. He's gotten a touchdown in the last seven games. I'm looking here. The last seven games, he's gotten at least a touchdown. And uh, this season, he does have 13 receiving touchdowns. So let's just keep an eye out on that there. Uh, He uh, definitely could be your moneymaker on the touchdowns when you do your bets about who's going to score a touchdown. Giants, Seahawks, Giants with the big win. This is the game I got an argument with because I have to deal with a Giants fan. And it's good for, for them to win this game and really to be ahead of the division uh, because the Seahawks, I said they're not a good team. And that was another argument. I've been expressing that all year. They're not a good team. They're just not. And if you're a good team, if, if, if Russell Wilson's going to play like this, your defense steps up, but this offensive line—they don't have an offensive line. That—that's the problem. I'm not—I'm not scared of this offense, but DK, and it's good thing they got Chris Carson back. Um, but you, you Carlos Hyde only getting two touches—they—they got to do better. Play calling has always been an issue to me. You throw the ball forty-three times and you only run it 22 times, you got to run the ball because Carlos Hyde gives you that. Uh, So uh, uh, Mr. Carroll, Mr. Pete Carroll, you said you need to look at the tape. Uh, How about you call more run plays because, hey, Russell Wilson has seven rushing attempts, and I don't think they were designed runs. So if they weren't designed runs, then you only have 15 designed runs, and that's an issue and you passed about 43 times, and you pretty much were up in the first half. I mean, it was 5-zip. Now, unfortunately, the dude didn't land on the ball. The ball just happens to slip out of bounds, so that could have changed the outcome of the game, but, you know, Cole McCoy beat you, and they only had 105 passing yards. He only had 105 passing yards. They ran the ball even better, and it wasn't like... They threw the ball very well. They're going to need Danny Dimes back to even come close. And Giants got to win over a Seahawks team that, okay, yeah, they're 11-point favorites, which probably was a a nice spread. But, I mean, it's Colt Colt McCoy. You're going to be like, okay, Seattle should at least win the game. And they couldn't. Uh, They couldn't stop the run. I I mean, Alfred Morris, you know, just getting touchdowns. And Wayne Garman just getting long rushing yards, you know. It's like now I feel like they're gonna get rid of Saquon because if he gets hurt again, yep, he's out the door. But I feel like they shouldn't pay him anyway. But anyway, the Giants' downfall is definitely passing. Can't pass the ball. I'm I'm not a fan of them passing. They're a very good defensive team. You know, caught me by surprise. They did get five sacks in this game. You know, and the good thing they got got Leonard Williams. He has had a good year this year. Uh, you got to respect it. Got to respect this team's defense. They they play hard, but I just don't think they're good enough to win that home playoff game. And people are trying to say, well, anything can happen any given Sunday. Bleh, blah, 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 bleep, bleep. We know it's any given Sunday. That's the worst take you can say. You can't say well it's any given on Sunday anything can happen. By no, I need reasoning. I don't need a oh anybody can win. I don't need that dumb them reason. Anybody can win it, and I used to be like that. I can't be like that. I need I need to know why do you feel this way? Anybody can win, but I can't. Anybody, uh, any game of Sunday, anything can happen. Dude, dude, dude. That's the lame excuse. I need to know, who do you think is going to win? Well, I don't know. Anybody can win, so uh, yeah. I'm just going to take anybody. No. Have conviction. The, the Giants are going to win. Giants are going to win the home game. I want to say Giants going to win the home game because, hey, it's any given Sunday. Doo doo do, do. That's stupid. That's lame. Let's not be like that. Jeez, I hate those people. Rams, Cards, Cardinals, they're supposed to be my surprise team. They probably won't make the playoffs now. Uh, But the Rams, like I said, I think the Rams are the best team in the NFC now. Granted, the Saints are there. But for some reason, I really like the Rams. If Jared Goff gets it going, which I know he will, and he, he needs to play just like this. This is what he did when they went to the Super Bowl. He had the he always had the one pass and touch him had like three hundred yards, and, and they were able to run the ball. Now they gotta do better running the ball because thank thank God, uh, for Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers. You gotta do better, and they drafted Cam Akers. But as long as that Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup was hurt the year they went to the Super Bowl. But now they got Cooper Cup. I can I can say that I like this team, and their defense is playing good enough. Now I know, Arizona. That that's my problem with Arizona. They don't go for the big plays. And that's my problem. You have D Hop, um, uh, you have Andy Isabella, Christian Kirk. Use those guys. They're, they're deep threats. And that's my problem with Arizona, is play calling. You guys, I, I say it every week. Every time they play, it's no way Kyler Murray's throwing 173 yards. It's just, that's mind-boggling to me. I'm not understanding where where these yards is coming from. He had 170 against the Patriots. (laughs) Granted, Patriots defense, they're always good, but he did terrible uh, against the Cowboys. Probably was his worst game. Um, But um, I'm I'm having an issue with their offense. They're getting 249 passing yards a game, uh, which isn't good enough to me. As Jared Goff's getting 281, which is definitely slightly better to me. Uh, So Rams downfall probably uh, would be like the running, the running game. I still need to see that. And we don't know what Jared Goff, but I have respect for Jared Goff. So I am not going to, uh, you know, disrespect Jared Goff, but downfall be the running attack. They need to run the ball to me. Jags and Vikes, the Vikings always in these close games with these bad teams, but they end up pulling it off. Um, the Vikings, they, they're the team I said could come back and really make some noise, uh, in the division, to really win the division, but with Green Bay playing the way they are, that's not going to happen. But then I put in the notion that they could be the last, you know, the last seed in the playoffs, uh, as they are six and six. Uh so, you know, My thing is, can they get it done? Like, what if, gosh, Lions fans are going to be like, oh, my gosh, what if? What if the Vikings-Lions game came down to that game? Winner makes the playoffs, which I don't think that's going to be the case. But, you know, maybe. We'll see. Um, But the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, he's had a good game. Dalvin Cook. I mean, they're gonna get a ball to Dalvin Cook, and, and and they're very good at at play calling. They at least will get first downs. They get in the red zone. They they give it to Thielemann. You know, they can get downfield pretty good, and that's why I like about this offense. You know, I, downfall would be the defense, but it's not the defense has been that bad. I mean, they you don't throw their Harrison Smith because that has happened in the last two games. Uh, Jacksonville, they just need a quarterback. They need a franchise quarterback. Minshew isn't the answer. Mike Glennon coming in, being a backup is terrible. Now, Minshew could be a good backup, I would think. But Minshew is not a franchise quarterback. So, they'll probably end up getting Justin Fields or something like that. And really, if they can keep these guys, Jacksonville could be cooking for next year. At least they get a little better. Probably won't win that division uh, unless they want to take the, the Colts spot. Who knows? Probably won't. We'll get to the Colts in a minute. But... That's their downfall because they have a, a, a running back that, a running back of the future, James Robinson, who's been very good this year. A lot of people probably don't know him. Uh, in, in Jacksonville, they just need a, a receiver they can trust. Like DJ Chark, I think next year could be a breakout year. If they get uh, Justin Fields, you know, I think they'd be good to go because Trevor Lawrence is probably going number one to the Jets. Vikings, good win for you guys. You're 6-6. Six six. Dolphins and the Bengals. I'm not sold on the Dolphins. A lot of people are. You know, their defense is, is good. They get a turnover every game. This game against the Chiefs this weekend is the biggest game that they have because when, when they when they play the Chiefs, we're going to see how good they are. Can they get a turnover on Pat Mahomes? That's going to be a very good game. I believe it's a 1 o'clock start. So, yeah, I'm going to be looking forward to that game. But, um uh, you play the Bengals, you let them score first, and then you don't let them score again. I know we talk about uh, Tua. He had a very good game. Uh, the, Miles Gaskin, you know, you average four yards a carry, you will take it. You know, Gasecki being the number one target on this team, you know, he had himself a good a good game. You know, I think that Devontae Parker should get a little more action in it. Uh, and that's it. And they probably just need another receiver because they really did good on getting this defense all together. And Xavier and Howard it seems like he gets an interception because everybody throws the ball near him, uh, which is absurd. But you know we'll see. They got after the quarterback. They got six sacks. You got to love the Dolphins defense. So I, I think that the I think the, the flaw for this team uh, is um it's just uh, making sure you get your your big play receivers uh, you know uh, involved pretty much because Devontae Parker is your best receiver. You know, you got Gaseki doing his thing. He made a huge one-hand catch in the game. It was pretty good. Uh, Miles Gaskin, you got to make sure you give him the ball, and they did a good job. So that's that wouldn't be a flaw. You want to make sure you give it to your young playmakers, you know, and, and Tua's just spot on doing great, you know, great things. They protected him. Um, you got to like that. Um, but, you know, right now I, I need to see them do a little more scoring because they settle for three a lot they need to, they need to get some scoring they need to score in the end zone like you need to do better red zone offense that's what they need too um Browns Titans what a game this was! A lot of people are now starting to look at the browns as a as a team that could be that, that third fiddle team, but here's the thing: the Browns can't play in cold weather they're gonna be at home they're probably lose the home game um depending on the matchup because. It's cold weather, and the only thing is they'd be able to run, uh, but they won't be able to pass. But I've seen quarterbacks be able to pass in the cold, and, and that's the thing. You're, if you're Cleveland, you got to make sure you can play in the cold. And I'm not liking what I see. You know, I don't need to see six points in the cold, uh, especially against a, a team like Kansas City, a team like Pittsburgh. you got to put up more points in the cold because you have those quarterbacks that can play in the cold, uh, especially Ben Roethlisberger. He's been involved in the cold every time. And he just has – Ben has number against the Browns. But um, as far as this game went, I'm told you, I'm not sold on the Titans. You know, did uh, Ryan Tannehill have a good great game? He had a great game, I, I I thought. You know, he did get sacked three times in the game. Derrick Henry, got to do better, though. Like, Derrick Henry – I mean, 15 carries, 60 yards. I know the game got out of here early. You, you need to be that 100-yard guy. Corey Davis doing it, A.J. Brown. So, you know, I still think they, they need some other weapons off uh, on the receiving end. they probably address that because uh, pretty much, you know, they have the, the, the defense. They have a good enough defense to me, but they got to just put it all together. And Ryan Tannehill, if he's going to do that, you know, Titans would be tough to beat. But when you got Baker Mayfield having first-half stats like crazy, and it seems like the offense is getting better as we get, you know, as Odell, you know, is not here, you know, maybe he don't need to be on the team. But this team is going to run the ball. This team is a team. They're they're so balanced. And that's what I like about the Browns. You know, I'm not going to just disrespect them, but all I need to see them is play in the cold. You know, can you do that? Because you have a home game uh, on Monday night. Against the Ravens, you're going to be in the cold. Then you're going to be in New York, so you're going to be in the cold. These next four games are going to tell me something because you're going to be in the cold these next four games. You're going to be – using in hot Jacksonville. You did what you did, and then you was in, 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 in the nice Tennessee, you know. It ain't that cold, you know. You know, it might be, you know, a little, you know, cold. And, you know, it ain't 80, 90 degrees like Jacksonville, but, you know, it was good weather at least. But now the next four games, Browns, you got to tell me something. Because when I get on here on January 5th, the first show of 2021, then I want to talk about the Browns being that team that can really do something. Because this this Ravens game is going to be important. Got to beat the Ravens. Very important game. And then you got to turn around. You got the Giants. And the Giants are going to play hard. Defensive team. They're going to come after you, Baker. But do I think the Browns can win those two games? Those two New York games, sure, why not? It's going to take a lot of grit on defense, but they got to beat the Ravens. they got to beat the Steelers. Steelers game probably won't matter unless Steelers want number one seed, especially if Kansas City was to somehow lose. I know they still got the Saints on their schedule. I know Steelers, I believe they have the Colts on theirs too. So we have to see how that goes as we, as we get to the end of the season. And, and like I said, Titans down for a lot... The defense is bad this year. Now, on paper, like I said, they look good. But we just have to put it all together. That's it. And, you know, on the Titans side, uh, their two receivers are going to have good games. Tannehill does a great job making sure those two gets the ball. You know, if he continues that, they're going to be tough if Derrick Henry gets it. So when it gets to the playoffs, I think Titans will still be an interesting team to look at. And like I said, it's all on matchup. You can see how teams fare, you know, in the matchups. Like I said, I wait on matchups right now. I like Rams Chiefs. Even though I, I said Steelers, Steelers can beat the Chiefs. I got a road to Steelers. I want to see Rams Chiefs. But I think Rams Steelers could be your matchup. Everybody probably picked the Rams. You know, and it'll be good. It'll be a good game there, I would say. And we'll see what happens. Uh, the Raiders and the Jets. What a game this was. Looked like the Raiders were out. And now the Raiders, yeah, they're 7-5. They got that. But this was a big game for them because they know. They didn't want to be the team to lose to the Jets, and they know they need to win these games. Darren Waller had a hell of a first half. Had a hell of a game. This was the type of Darren Waller game I wanted a few uh, weeks ago. Weeks ago, uh, Darren Waller, I wanted him to just go over 100 yards and get two touchdowns. That paid out a lot. So, if anybody's seen this, I didn't look at, look at that, but I'm sure it was a big money line for him to at least probably get a 150 and two touchdowns. I knew no, it was going to happen eventually to, for somebody, and it happened for Darren Waller finally four or five weeks after I betted on him to do it. Dude, that was good pay. That would have been good pay. I mean, you're probably looking at five figures. You put $100 in, actually. Just, just, just to put that in your ear, look out for these uh, prop bets here. Cause they pay. They will pay. Uh, but the Jets are not good. And Ty Johnson had a hell of a game. He used to be the Lions running back. And I have a, a friend who was very upset that we got rid of him. And he could be the Jets running back of the future. Who knows? Could be interesting, huh? The Lions let that talent go. i put that in quotation marks. Because they already had their running backs, but that's what that, that's what happens when you get Adrian Peterson and they probably could have kept Ty Johnson for moments like this. But anyway. Um Jamison Crowder, you gotta love uh Jameson Crowder. I like I love the receiving core. You know, it's just what the Jets gonna do? Are they they're not gonna stick with Sam Darnold? I don't I, you know, I don't know what they would do. Like I feel like Sam Darnold's good enough. But I think they need to address this defense. This defense is bad. But maybe we'll see a different defense now that Greg Williams is fired. We talk about that play. Greg Williams always sent an all-out blitz. I'm not going to all the way say that it was stupid. Because everybody said it was stupid. But well, when I look at this play, usually when he calls an all-out all blitz, the quarterback can't step into the pocket. Derek Carr stepped into the pocket. We don't talk about that all-out blitz if he made the play to Nelson Aguilar that he didn't call an all-out blitz. So... You know you gotta look at it that way too, because he had Nelson Aguilar where they could have scored right there, and it wasn't even all out blitz. It's just the Jets are bad. Marcus May, what are you talking about? Ooh, we need to help. You players suck. Jets, you guys suck. What are? Why is that national news? You guys are terrible. You know that. You you, you can't win the games that I figured. Hey, you can win. Hey, you can cover. But you talk about the last three weeks, it pretty much the last four games. Because you had that game against the Patriots, you suck. You had the game against the Chargers, you suck. You had a chance against the Dolphins, because they ain't scoring a lot of points. They're just playing defense, you suck. And then you had this game against the Raiders, you suck. Now, people are going to probably be like, oh, I'm going to take the Jets because the Giants didn't beat C-. Jets ain't beating no Seahawks. I don't care how bad I think the Seahawks are. The Jets are terrible. Jets are going to go 0-16. They're not. The only team I could say that they would beat is the Patriots. And right now, I don't even see that happening. Because of that close game on Monday Night Football against the Patriots. Let's go through the flaws here. The Jets, like I said. The defense, they're bad. I'm not going to just put it all on Greg Williams. Because Derek Carr made a play because he stepped into the pocket. And plus Henry Ruggs. I mean, he's back there, you know, it's Henry Ruggs. He's one of the fastest receivers out there. He literally, you know, threw it up, and Henry Ruggs already, you know, Phew, I'm going right past the defender. Woo. Anywho, the Raiders, they they have to run the ball. I, I've had an issue with them running the ball. They have two good running backs. Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker are pretty good running backs, but they got to find a way. Because you don't have this offensive line and you guys can't run the ball like that. I mean, you give this team uh, Derrick Henry, yeah, this team probably is going to go undefeated. But, you know, the Raiders is a good team because they have the offensive line. They did that built to protect Derrick Carr first off. You know, he got sacked twice you know, to protect him and to run the ball. And I, I love what they have here. I, you know, we have to, I have to figure out how this defense is going to go. Because they now they just got to just focus on the defense. And, I, I you know, you know the names. If you're a football guy, you know the names. But let's get some more defense out there for the Raiders. That's pre- pretty much what you need to go after now. Because I think you have a pretty good offense to really set the standard. The defense is just the problem. And they're just going to just to outscore a team. But you know what? I think they do a very good job on the Chiefs. And they just can't find a way to win that close game against the Chiefs. They just can't. I I know, I know, I know what you guys are saying. I mean, like, well, they beat them before. That's why I'm like, well, if they make it to the playoffs, that would be a very good matchup again. When you look at the Raiders, they got the coach. That's a big game. That's a big game. I can't wait. Four o'clock got some good games. Sunday, this is an important Sunday, and we get to the picks in a few. But this is an important Sunday for some teams. And then you you got my Chargers on Thursday night. So you turn around. You got to beat the coast. And you got that divisional game against my Chargers. You know I'm going to be all in. And then you got that Saturday, that after Christmas day game. You know, oh that's going to be a great weekend too, by the way. Because – Got twenty fifth. Got NBA basketball all day. That's a Friday. The twenty sixth. You got some football all day. And then on the twenty seventh, you still got football too. So what a whoa, whoa, what a end of the I love the end of the year with sports time. You guys gonna hear me? Y'all gonna hear what I gotta say on uh, what's that? Is that the twenty third? Twenty the twenty second. Twenty second. Wait, it's twenty second. Then we get twenty. I can't can't wait to these games, y'all. It'll be fun. Woo! Can't wait. Alright, but anyway, this is only I don't know. It could be twenty third. Might I might have lost my, my count. But anyway. Uh the Jets, I just don't see them winning a the game. Yeah. Colts, Texans. Texans. Oh, another tough one. They probably win this game though, by the way. Coach, you should be lucky. It was a late fumble. It's Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he does it all. And that's what I love about Deshaun Watson. Unfortunately, you know, this Texans team is it's it's bad. Thank you, Bill O'Brien. They're gonna figure out some way. This division is gonna to be tough yet again. It's gonna be probably one of the best divisions next season, especially if uh, the Colts do their thing. But um, it's a good win from the coach. You know, I, I look at this team. You know, it's Phillip Rivers. You can't take three sacks. You gotta you gotta do better than that. Um, but I love I love the offense of this team because. Of course, you already know that they have an offensive-minded coach. So this is why this is working for Phillip Rivers. People are asking me, oh, well, Philip Rivers is balling now. But, but let's look at the fact that he's an offensive-minded coach. Andrew Lynn is not an offensive-minded coach. And Philip Rivers is, excuse me, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is supposed to be this good, and he's a good quarterback, but he's never going to take a team over that hump. Could he take the coach to the Super Bowl? I don't know. I think this defense is somewhat good, you know, but they they have to show me that they're somewhat good because it looks like Texans had this game won, uh, and they probably should have won this game. Deshaun Watson is special, we know that, but he's gotten sacked five times too. This team, you know, get pressure on the quarterback, you're gonna win. Of course, that's how I go. This team can't run the ball, but uh, David Johnson able to get you know four and a half yards of carry, you know. He don't have any receivers. Kiki, you next man up. He had 141 yards. Who is this Chad Hansen kid? He had over 100 yards. He got drafted by the Jets. He's over there with Houston. They make it work. That's what Deshaun Watson does. He makes it work. I don't know how he does it, but he do it anyway. And, and like I said, they're just a defense that's just out here. You know, you got J.J. Watt, and there's the Texans. So... They've got to address defense. I think their offense is all right. I still think they need to find a running back as well. And like I said, the Colts downfall. The defense, I have a question about the defense against the good teams, and that's the thing. They're very good offensively, though, and that offense can win them games. As long as a defense steps up, makes the play, then the Colts could be a dangerous team, you know? Saints-Falcons. Three more games, six more teams. Saints Falcons, we talked about uh Taysom Hill. You know, I, I can't really disrespect Taysom Hill, uh, because he actually threw the ball, he actually can run the ball, he's gonna run the ball a lot too. Uh and, and that's what makes it a nightmare uh of a team here, and this team's defense is just so good. You know, and my problem my problem with this team is, you know, I think Alvin Kamara needs more carries. I feel like Taysom Hill shouldn't run the ball as much as Alvin Kamara. But when Alvin Kamara has the ball, he's good to go, you know. And the thing is, it's a different offense, of course, because with Drew Brees, he's going to check down on Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara used to get like six catches a game and really do his thing there. And it was a good thing that Michael Thomas able to go over 100 yards this game. And that's pretty much probably what he told him. He said, look, I'm Michael Thomas. You give me the ball, we're going to be in good shape. And, and that's what Taysom Hill did. This was a very good game, an impressive game for him. I know people are like, well, they played the Atlanta Falcons defense. I like the Falcons defense. They just don't get turnovers, and that's the thing. They don't get turnovers, and I think they need to address his offensive line, too. Uh, and my thing is, you have Ridley and Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, you need to throw for three touchdowns a game. That's another problem. You, you have 20 incompletions. They might need to be looking for another quarterback, too. This is Matt Ryan's time. It should be about done for the Falcons. And you have this Julio on your team. Hey, Matt Ryan, he's 35. You guys, do you guys know that? I mean, he's been playing since 2008. And uh, it's been one Super Bowl. It might be time to move on. They probably get their quarterback because this is a quarterback draft. I wouldn't be upset if they try to get a quarterback here. And it's not like Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is not a bad quarterback. But for him to only have 18 touchdowns with those two guys, that's an issue to me. He has to throw touchdowns. We need touchdowns. And that's what I talk about with the Lions. Uh Matthew Stafford needs to throw touchdowns. Matt Ryan needs to throw touchdowns. Matt Ryan, you gotta do better. Patriots, Chargers, yeah, this was crazy. Just the Patriots, they can't throw the ball. We know that. They have no receivers. How in the world did they win 45-00 And Cam Newton has 69 yards. They have about 130 yards passing. How does this happen? I don't know. Um, They can run the ball. Uh, I like uh, Demian Harris. Uh, I think that's a... They always find somebody here. But this team has no receiving crew. They're going to just go ahead and get some receivers. They said, okay, you know what? We're going to address receivers because we have defense. Our defensive guys, they're going to be back. We're going to have all of our guys... Uh, you know, our linebacker core and all that, we're going to have them back. So our secondary is pretty good, which is true. It's still pretty good. They still have them set the secondary. And for them to have uh, Justin Herbert really do this bad, because I think the Chargers going to be more of a passing team, and, and it's well said. And I mean, Eckler is pretty good at running the ball, but he's more effective in the pass game. So this team is a passing team. And for them to not score one single point you, it's just it just doesn't make sense, and, and that's what happens. You know, I think they're just an offensive line away, um, just for being special. You know, uh, the Chargers, my Chargers, and, and that's pretty much it. You know, they they protect Justin Herbert. They're gonna be good to go. I think they have good receivers, good defense. You know, unfortunately, you know they're 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 missing their main guy. We are missing our main guy. You know, I gotta say we. I'm a Chargers fan. I want them to lose uh, because they don't have Derwin James. You know, and uh, I want Anthony Landon fired. I need uh, – I just need to really just look. So, you know, Chargers downfall, got to protect Justin Herbert. You know, they have the the offense, you know, to me. And they're just a passing team. You know, maybe they want to get a running back that's just going to run the ball. You got him in. You got Eckler, you know, back there. Maybe you can run a 3 wide receiver set, or maybe you go two wides and one tight end, two running backs, whatever you want to do. And just – just express that that pass and offense there, um, and then we're gonna go to the Lions and the Bears, um, and it's just because these uh, Chargers is my team. and The Lions is is my I'm a new Lions fan, and as a Lions fan, I'm ha- I'm lo- I'm mad they got this win, uh, because they're five and seven. Now I know you're probably like, well, they're just a game and a half out of the final playoff spot. I don't want them to make the playoffs. We don't have. We just fired our GM and our coach. We're, we, we're getting rid of everything. Like, people are going away. Stafford probably won't be here next year. We don't know what's going to happen. But this team ain't going to be the same. You know, the new GM will come in here like, this is the team. They're going to do the same thing the Pistons did. Thank God the Pistons was bad. And the Pistons are going to be bad again. But the Pistons going to give us hope with our young guys. So I'm going to be happy With whatever the Pistons do, because this is a tryout season for all of these players the Pistons have. And that's going to be the Lions next year. They're not going to be good next year because they're going to go through a tryout. Now, if they find a way to get a team, this team, get this player, get that, 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 and then they end up being good, then okay. They end up being good. But you messed up your your draft picks now on the Lions standpoint. I don't see them winning anymore this year. You got Packers. I mean, Tennessee, they're not really the best team. You know, I feel like, okay, everybody's going to be like, oh, they beat the Packers. Oh, the Titans are not good. They're going to be able to beat the Titans. Are they going to really beat Tom Brady at 1 o'clock on Saturday? Which I can't wait for, by the way. I'm going to wake up, be ready for Lions and Bucks. Tom Brady going to be here for Christmas. Best gift would be Tom Brady. We got to meet up. I ain't working on Friday. So whatever. You be here on Christmas Eve. Be here on Christmas Eve, Tom Brady. We're gonna talk. I'm gonna make sure I talk to Tom Brady. I don't want I don't want that notion though. Okay, you win these next two games, seven and seven. And the Tom Brady effect. Tom Brady's here. It's gonna be a fun game. And then oh it just so happens, oh, they're eight and seven. They get the Vikings. The winner will go to the playoffs. And you know what? I'm gonna cheer for them to go to the playoffs so they can lose in the first round and say, look, I told you so. We made the playoffs for what? And now we lose yet again. But Matthew Stafford, what a game. I haven't seen anybody torch this defense all year. No, Matthew Stafford, he needed this game. He only has 21 touchdowns. Like I said, we need touchdowns. Like Matt Ryan, we need touchdowns. Mr. Biscay did everything he could. They did everything they could um, to win this game. Uh, the Bears' flaw pretty much is quarterback. They need to find a, a suitable quarterback. Even though Trubisky had a good game, this was a game Bears should win. Defense, I don't know what happened at defense. Uh, Red Nichols and Mingo got sacks on uh, Matt Stafford. And um, and if you're the Lions, I mean, you pretty much, you know, your flaw is you are missing your top receiver. I think the defense has got, defense has got to be better, and the defense is not good. You know, you got the good offensive weapons. Uh, you were missing a couple of offensive weapons, and Magic Stafford still threw for 100. You got to salute Magic Stafford for how he played um, with uh, Marvin Jones doing it. I mean, they, they had some big plays, and that was the thing. If they can continue the big plays, then that Lions and Green Bay game would be fun to watch. You know, I don't think they'll win it, but hey, I don't trust Green Bay. They're playing all the teams that I do not trust. That's the one thing, though. I can give the edge to Lions. Every team they're playing, I do not trust. The Packers, I don't trust. The Titans, the defense, I don't know. They're non-existent. But offensively, Titans can be good. And the Tampa Bay, I just don't trust them. But it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. That's the one. That's the one factor. And then the Vikings, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I don't trust. I mean, I. Granted, I trust Aaron Rodgers. I was about to say, I don't trust these quarterbacks they're about to play. You know I trust Tom Brady, but Buccaneers as a whole, the defense isn't all of that to me. Um, But uh, Green Bay, I'm still not sold on the defense, but it's Aaron Rodgers over there. I just gave you a flaw to every team that played. Now, Carolina and Timber Bay had a bye week. No more bye weeks for the rest of the NFL. There's four more weeks left in the NFL. No more bye weeks. Carolina's... uh, a downfall is no Christian McCaffrey. They need him. I love the offense. The defense was starting to be good. Now they're starting to give up some big plays. That's also a problem. And as far as Tampa Bay, they just need to make sure Bruce Arians is the play caller and not Tom Brady. Tom Brady, you listen to Bruce Arians and guess what, Tampa Bay, you could be doing some good things. But i tell you this. When it comes to the playoffs, I ain't betting against Tom Brady, and, and they're going to make it. When it comes to that, I ain't betting against them. Real quick, the playoff picture in the NFL. So we have the AFC. So right now, as of today, Pittsburgh will have the first round by Steele because they did just lose to the NFC team um, as the Chiefs lost to an AFC team. Chiefs and Colts would be a great matchup for an AFC Wild Card game, wouldn't it? Two explosive offenses. Who's gonna win it? That's tight to me. I mean, I'm I don't trust either defense. Whoever has the ball last probably win it. Chiefs, you gotta score in the red zone. The Colts can score in the red zone. That's gonna be the difference maker. Bills, Dolphins, the division matchup there that could be. Bills fans. This is tough. Dolphins defense is that good. The Bills, they're going to have to get some offense. I think the Dolphins might pull off this upset. They would. If this was to happen, they'd pull off the upset. Tennessee and Cleveland would be the 4-5 or five match. That is tight. Um, Tennessee does have the division lead right now, so it's probably going to just be switching between Titans and Colts depending on how they do. Um, and it's not like the Browns still can't win the division either. So we go there and we, you know, we'll see what happens there, but I will say that the rematch will be quite interesting because I know, I know the Titans would rather play Cleveland than Cleveland. I think the Titans will win that game, but I think the Titans is going to take this game personally and they have the momentum because they're going to know how the Browns are going to play. But if you're the Titans, you just stick to them. The Titans said, hey, we want you guys to beat us throwing the ball. And they did that. I mean, the Titans have a very good game plan on everybody they play. And sometimes what they do, what they want the other team to do, they end up doing it. They end up proving to them that they can do it. So that's why I like Mike Vrabel because he has a very good game plan. He said, they're not going to run the ball on us. Baker Mayfield got to show us. And he did. And, you know, Mike Vrabel was probably thinking, well, he showed us. And he's going to show us again if we play them again, and that's why I, I like the Titans. Just, just I just like the Titans. I like Mike Vrabel; he's a very good coach. NFC side, Saints have the first round bye. They want to keep that, and I think the Saints would be in good shape. Packers in Minnesota—that's that would be an interesting game there too, because you know they, they can split. They they split the season series, and I'm I'm curious, and it depends on how the last four games of the season goes. For the team, this is the matchup. You know, in and, and Green Bay, you got to beat, beat the Lions here. You just have to. And you don't want things to get a little shaky. Where Green Bay, you can't beat the Lions. So now, Minnesota, you can creep on up into that division. No, Green Bay got the division. But, Green Bay, you want to win this game because uh, you want to just keep winning because you could have a first-round bye, and then things will start looking good for you. Even though I'm not all in on Green Bay getting first-round buys, they need to just keep going. They keep going, Green Bay probably could do something. Rams and Bucks the rematch. This would be good because you want to see Tom Brady against the Rams yet again, um, and you want to see this Rams defense. I think the Rams is, is a very good team, and I think this this is my team in the NFC. You need a dark horse. I think the Rams is that team, but the winner of I think the winner of this if this was to be, is probably going to be the dark horse. And uh, got Giants and Seahawks to rematch. I don't think the Giants are good enough to beat the Seahawks the way they did. I think the Seahawks, they're going to find a way to get better. Let's give the ball to Chris Carson. Let's give Carlos Hyde some, the ball, too. And uh, I, I don't think the Giants are good enough to win a playoff game. They're just not. This is not Eli Manning. This is Danny Dimes. I think they'll do better with Danny Dimes. But their passing attack isn't scary to me. It's the running attack. If they can just get onto the run. If the Seahawks is game plan and say, "We're not giving up big plays on the run, Giants got to pass the ball, the Seahawks will win this game if they, if they play again. I do feel that way. So if everything happens, so go back to the AFC. Okay, whoever has the ball last wins the game. Let's just say the Chiefs has it last. I know they usually play defense last, but let's say Chiefs got the ball last Chiefs win. I think Dolphins will win. And then I I think the Titans get it done. So that means you're going to see Chiefs-Titans rematch. This will be a divisional game. You'll see Dolphins in Pittsburgh. That's a big game. I just can't see Dolphins in the AFC game. And I think you're going to see Pittsburgh and Kansas City. And we'll see what happens there. I think Kansas City will find a way to win that game. And go to the Super Bowl yet again. And in the NFC, I'm going to give the edge to Green Bay. Because they don't have a first-round bye. I'm going to give that edge to Green Bay. Rams, Bucks. Can't go against Tom Brady, but we're going to see how those four games go, last four games go. Who has the momentum in that? But I, I think Tampa Bay, I think they're they're good enough. They have the offensive talent, and I will trust Tom Brady more than Jared Goff, easily, and I think the Seahawks will win. So that means you get Seahawks and Green Bay. Two teams I don't trust, but I think Seahawks will go ahead and carry on. Tampa Bay against New Orleans again. Then we're going to see Saints and Seahawks, and then there we go. We're going to get D, Patrick Mahomes versus Drew Brees and the Saints in the Super Bowl. And we're going to get that preview next week, you guys. Mm. The picks are in, you guys. We have a big NFL Week 14. Nobody's on the buy. All the teams are playing for the rest of the season. That is always great news to me. But bad news is. We only got four more weeks left of regular season already. Just like that. Hey, we are 12 episodes in on this show. So, hey, I mean, the, the time is moving. 2020 is almost over with you guys. Look forward to 2021. Anyway, Patriots Rams tomorrow night. That's a big game there. You know, uh, Patriots are in a, a must-win situation here. And, um... You know. It's six and six. Rams are eight and four. They are five point favorites. I see. I'm looking on Vegas and the side right now. That's what I have. I have all the spreads from them. Uh and the over under is forty four and a half. I'm going to side with the under forty four and a half. This team doesn't have an offense. They'll probably be all over cam. And the only thing is it just pretty much gotta stop the run. And I think the Rams are win this game. I think they cover. It's weird. That's why I like the under forty-four and a half. Let's see how tomorrow I go. Then the Sunday action, Titans, Jacks, Titans, seven and a half point favorites. I think they cover that. I think they're good enough to cover that. Um, seven and a half, I'm taking them. Jacksonville, you guys are terrible. You've lost 11 straight. Don't think you're beating the Titans as much as I don't trust them. Cowboys and Bengals. Cowboys, three and a half point favorites. Two bad teams, one has to win. You know, I think the Bengals could make it a game, three and a half. But 43 and a half is an interesting number here. You know, I think uh, when you look at these two teams, you know, Cincinnati just can't score, but it's not like Dallas is that good either. But granted, Dallas did just play the Ravens. They uh, got to turn right around, go to practice today, tomorrow, and Friday before they get on to Cincy. So it's a little tough for Dallas. They got to do a lot of traveling. But Andy Dalton versus his former team, give me Cowboys. Cardinals and Giants. The Cardinals opened as two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Vegas is telling us they don't believe in the Giants yet. Giants still has to prove to us. It's a big game for Arizona. The over-under is 45. That's a good over-under, you know. Do we feel like this game can go under? Yes, because uh, I don't think the Giants can score, and this game could possibly be co- close, where it could be a 20-23 to 23 type game. Somebody, one of the two got to win. But I like the under. Give me Arizona here. Arizona, two and a half point favorites for a reason. Texans, Bears. Texans, one and a half point favorites. For them to be a favorite... It has to be a reason. Give me the Texans. They're the Bears, I, I don't know. And I, I think Deshaun Watson to get her done. Broncos and Panthers. Panthers, three and a half point favorites at home against the Broncos. A very good red zone defense team. Like I've mentioned earlier, over-unders, 47. That's a tight one there. But give me... Uh, Give me the Broncos here. Three and a half. I'll take it. Could be a close game. Uh, Minnesota and Tampa Bay. It's a big game here. Big one o'clock game. Tampa Bay six and a half point favorites. They got the Vikings. I don't trust Kirk Cousins, but I think this would be a close game. Vikings usually in close games. Fifty one and a half is the over under. I will probably take the over. Fifty one and a half. Give me that. Chiefs and Dolphins. Chiefs are seven point favorites. That's interesting to me. I think Dolphins' defense is good enough. And, and this is a big game, big test for the Dolphins. I'll take the Dolphins plus seven. Uh, but this would be a fun game for Kansas City. Go to Miami, You get some good weather, you know. Could this game go over? Possibly, by the way. Uh, but I'm going to take Miami because that defense is pretty good to me. Uh Colts and the Raiders, the Colts' three-point favorites. Uh against the Raiders 51 and a half is the over. I like this over very much and this is the four o'clock game. I like the over very much. If I pick who's gonna win the game, I have to take the Colts. I still don't trust Vegas, but this is a big game too for both squads. Jets, Seahawks, Seahawks 13 and a half point favorites. Everybody's probably gonna everybody's probably going to jump on the Jets because of what happened last week, but I just can't see it. This is a rebound game. Jets are bad. They won't be able to cover DK Russell Wilson has his way against the Jets. Thirteen and a half. Give me that. Packers Lions seven and a half. Over under fifty five. It's indicating that the Lions will be able to score. This is a weird start time for it to be in Detroit. Four twenty five. But hey, I'll take it. We got Lions football in the late window. Uh, I want to take Lions plus seven and a half. I thought they would cover in the last game in the in the last meeting they had this year. Uh, but I would take the Lions plus seven and a half. Why not? They, they've indicated that they possibly can win a game. I don't trust Green Bay. I think the Lions, what they did against the Bears defense, it gives them more leverage. And we'll see who they will have on the team because if uh, they can get uh, DeAndre Swift back, then things will look a little better and promising for them at least to keep up with Green Bay. Not going to win. Falcons, Chargers. My Chargers, your Falcons probably You Atlanta fans. Um, Minus two and a half is the spread. 49.5 is the over under. And and this is an interesting spread here. Two and a half. You know, you look at the Chargers, didn't score. I don't think the Falcons can score. Then can this game go under? 49.5? I like Chargers defense. Atlanta probably played tough too. This will be a good game to watch too. Can't wait. Saints, Eagles. Saints, seven point favorites against the Eagles. Over under is 44. You got to have it around there. Um, but I think this one goes over. The Saints games have not been going over. This is my over here. This is another over I like. Washington football team, the 49ers. Three-point favorite for the 49ers. This would be an interesting game, too. The both teams are 5-7. and seven. Now, Washington, they're fighting for a playoff spot. Now, if you are Washington, you're probably going to be looking at that Giants game and say, well, you know what? The Giants lost. Let's win this game. Give me Washington plus three. Have a big Sunday night game, Steelers and Bills. Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Why? I know they're at home. This is an interesting one here for me. Um, excuse me. I had to sneeze very bad. Uh, didn't want to hold that in. But the Bills, two-and-a-half-point favorites. And it's for a reason. And I don't know why. They're at home. This is a big game. Steelers defense got to step up. I just think Steelers cover this spread. I think Steelers even win this game. It's a fun Sunday night game to watch. And then we have the big Monday night game, Ravens-Browns. Ravens one-point favorites, 46 and a half, the over-under. Ravens, it's going to come down to who's going to run the ball more effectively. And it could be either team. Browns did a good job, though, against uh, Mr. Uh, Derrick Henry. Forced some fumbles. That's what they would have to do against this Ravens team. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to be uh, going upward. I don't think the Browns will go downward, but I think this is a game Ravens will win, and then we'll see the Browns win those two New York games like we've mentioned before. Those are the picks. Okay, so we are reaching the end of this episode here. <clears throat> just a few notes to have to say. I didn't break down who was in the bubble for the AFC and the NFC. So we go to AFC, Las Vegas, 7-5, and five, just like the Ravens. And that's why these are big games. Um, And the Patriots are still in. Six and six. If you ask me, I I think the Ravens is is the team that needs to move on up. I just don't trust the Browns. I don't trust the Browns enough. No, they could still be eliminated. The Browns could. But they are on the up and up. But I think right now they're they're just trying to to get the, the games going. I think the Ravens are better. Than, than what's projected here. So I would love to see them there. Uh, as far as the Patriots, they just can't score, but they play very good defense. All they need to do is just go after offense next year, like I said. they probably miss the playoffs this year. Next year, I think it's promising for them. So if you're the Bills and Dolphins you guys enjoy this year, cause the Patriots will be back. Um, as for the Raiders, though, you know, when I look at the Raiders, they they uh, got the Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, Broncos. They could go 2-1-2 two two here. But they, they don't need to take one of those games. They, they 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 don't need to lose against Chargers and Broncos. But that's why you play the games. Because this is the divisional games. Always give divisional teams a chance. It's divisional games is always tough. And they got to play. They got to play hard. And then you look at the Ravens. Ravens is to go out there. They beat the Browns. They could be good to go after this. Because that Jags, Giants, Bengals. They beat the Browns. The Ravens are on and popping. I would say. And as for the Giants, they're just not a good team to me. You know, look at the NFC, NFC uh the NFC least. I think the Washington football team's the better team. So that's why I think they will win. You look at the teams in the bubble. Minnesota's six and six, so Arizona's right there. And it's gonna come down to them. They have to beat the Giants. They got the Eagles, they got 49ers and Rams. Cardinals, you got it tough. You have to beat the Giants. You lose to the Giants, You're really in bad shape, but they have not looked good so far. You know they've been losing games. They should be on a six-game losing streak. Um, Then you look at the Bears. I don't trust the Bears. You know, the the only thing is when you look at this, and and people and fans are the Lions fans are going to be all over this because if they beat Green Bay and Minnesota. Loses to Tampa Bay, which is projected for Minnesota to lose Tampa Bay, even though it's projected for the Lions to lose as well. Things could be interesting there. And then I gotta hear more Lions fans. They're just not good enough. They're just not. They don't want to face Green Bay. They'd probably rather face Ugh. I'm not even gonna say it. So that that's my thing. The Lions are not good. If anybody, I want Arizona to move on up. I want them to be that team, and I want Washington to win this division. And as far as the Atlanta Falcons, it's just it's sad because I think you're always a good team. I always say, oh, you're going to be the surprise team. Third time's the charm. Next year, I'm going to hopefully be saying that for you guys, for you Falcon fans. Now, I know you guys were waiting on me to talk about Russell Westbrook. Um, that this is uh this is pretty good to me. I, I think I think Russ being in the East is gonna be interesting. I mean the East is still it's, it's strong too. That's not even disrespect the Eastern Conference. Like it's gonna be tough for Washington to go. But I think Washington has a good young squad. Bert Times, you got Bill. It's gonna work out for them. Thomas Brown's good. It's gonna work out for the Wizards, you know, I think uh, Russ, you know, people are saying Russ isn't a winner. He's just a stat patter. You know, he plays hard. You don't see, how in the world you average 10 assists and you're a ball hog? People say he's a ball hog. You don't average 10 assists, and you're a ball hog. I'm just, I just don't see that. He, he He's going to, he's a ball hard. Excuse me, he will go off. He, that's what he does. He gives you 100%, 110%, one hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent, a thousand percent, whatever percent you want to say. But it's in the higher echelon. He does it. This guy Russ, you can't you can't discount him. Now John Wall being on the Rockets, people giving John Wall more respect. This is a big year for John Wall because he wants to prove himself because he's been out for two seasons. He Wants to prove himself that he's still John Wall. And it's like, okay, do you see John Wall and James Harden working out? But then it's like, if it's the 76ers and the Rockets are in trade talks, who in the world is the Rockets going to get? Because if I'm anybody on Philly, if I'm not GM, I'm just getting rid of Tobias Harris and whatever else you want, outside of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Because if they do have James Harden, he can lead them to points. And, and, and Joel Embiid don't have to do too much. they would be there to make the plays, and then Ben Simmons... You know, that is like, is that going to work? But it's like Ben Simmons, let's work on your jump shot and let's get you your jump shot. And then we're really going to be cooking with grease if you're the 76ers. Because first off, you're going to give James Harden another good coach. And that's another thing about the Russell Westbrook trade. He got Scott Brooks back. And that's why I'm like, oh, Washington can make the playoffs. But the Hawks got so so much better. The Mavericks is going to be out. I don't trust the Pacers. Pacers probably going to miss it. So, there you go. Your two teams. Pacers, Magic. I don't think those two teams will make it. People are trying to make it seem like Pacers will make it. Sorry. They got to get rid of Oladipo. They don't know what to do with Malcolm Brogdon. They don't know what to do with Miles Turner. They don't know what to do with the Simonas. Everybody's getting hurt. They don't know what to do. So, the Pacers got to figure it out. I'm not worried about the Pacers. And the Bucks cannot get Bogdanovich. That sucks. But they still got Giannis. And they got Drew. They're taking a the chance. Let's see what happens with the Bucks. The Heat, we got to see how they do. Because I don't know. I'm not a big Jimmy Butler guy, but he did ball out in the bubble. Let's see what happens when the fans probably come back in the summer or in the spring. Whatever the case may be. The NBA preseason will be here uh This Friday. So I will be getting a look at some teams. Of course, I'm going to be watching the Pistons. Knicks, Pistons, do we want to watch Clippers, Lakers? It doesn't matter because they play on the 22nd. Blue to blue to blue. I got the whole schedule here. Got Warriors and Nets to open it up. You got Clippers and Lakers. I think they already got their rings, though. Doesn't matter. September 22nd is going down. Then all the teams play without all the teams. But you get a lot of teams playing on the twenty third. Can't wait for it. The Heat starting it off against the Magic. You got the Pistons playing Minnesota. I'm looking at it. The Bucks, Celtics. You got some good games going on. I can't wait. Utah, Portland, and Dallas and Suns. I mean, I'm gonna be watching these games. Christmas Day games gonna be great. I can't wait to talk to you guys on opening day, December twenty second. Two weeks from now. We're talking NBA on top of NFL. Could be the biggest show of, you know, biggest episode of this show's history so far. That could be. Because it's big time NBA basketball. I'm a big NBA guy. We're going to have fun because we got set that Saturday, December 26th. You know you got football and then you turn around, you got basketball. You got a lot of bet on there too, by the way. You betters out there. And... It's just a lot of games going on. So, hopefully, uh, we get off to, you know, a fantastic start, you know, into the NBA season. Hopefully, COVID doesn't ruin it, you know, because, you know, that's what it's known for, to ruin things. So, don't forget preseason starts on Friday. Don't forget about Thursday night game tomorrow. Um, Don't forget about power. I enjoyed power. Uh, I can't wait to watch a a new episode because that's going to be real interesting. For you powerheads out there, I can't wait. Um, it's time to it's time to enjoy my day. You guys enjoy your day, rest of your week, enjoy your weekend, enjoy these big time sports days. Preseason is back, NBA is back in two days, you guys. Let's go. And and I hope you've been enjoying college basketball. Luca Garza, man. Man, Iowa looking like they the real deal because they can shoot too. That's not – I don't know. If you guys into it, just know that. Iowa, my, my surprise team lost. I would have betted against them not to lose. But on the point spread, it was like seven or something like that. Uh, but, you know, just stay on the lookout. Stay safe. Keep wearing the mask. We're going to be done with this pandemic stuff next year, you guys. Let's just get it. Come on. I, I believe. You guys have a great week.